0: Hey, y'all. Welcome to Poetry for Black Girls, a conversation where we discuss poetry, healing, and everyday tips that you can incorporate into your life to make life a little less stressful. I am your host, Angelina, a licensed social worker and a black girl. Here we go. Hey, y'all. So in last week's episode, I talked about a TikTok that really encouraged me to listen to the book, Um, When You're Ready, This Is How You Heal by Brianna Weiss. Weiss. And I started listening to this book, y'all. It was literally only $6 on audiobooks, and it has just changed my life. So, of course, y'all know I had to bring some of the gems from the book to the podcast and just let y'all know. So this uh, one track that I'm listening to is called How to Know When you Made Progress. And this was so healing for me because I feel like I've come so far. I'm officially one year postgraduate school, one year being a social worker. And I oftentimes forget that I've made as much progress as I have. And the way that she describes how to know that you've made progress is so unorthodox and it is not what you think it is. Okay, (laughs) so I want to talk to you all about the 10 ways that, you know, you've made progress and kind of give you all, you know, a little bit of my input on these things. But these are from the book. Um, When you're ready, this is how you heal. So here we go. So in Brianna's book, she says that the first step of knowing that you made progress is that you lose relationships. She says you are not meant to be in the same circle of acquaintances. We don't lose relationships because we are not worthy of them. We lose them because we are mismatched with them. And we need to realign with people who understand who we are becoming. (laughs) Y'all, when I say like that is so unorthodox because I think that we've been taught that, you know, you made it like, you know, that you get in somewhere when you have your circle of friends, when people have, you know, when you've attracted the right people, when you've gotten the right chosen family, when you have the right community, like that's kind of signs of progress and accomplishment. But, for her to say, like you know, you're progressing when you lose people, is so healing for me because it just validates that I am shedding off the dead skin, I am shedding off the old me, I am turning into a new me who attracts new people and you know, and gets what I need, and that's actually um. That has actually inspired me to share a poem with that I wrote called Metamorphosis uh, because I think that it speaks to changing and becoming a new person. So I'm actually going to share that poem with y'all now before I go into the other, um, the other nine things. So here we go. Metamorphosis. I am like a baby bouncing from its mother's wound. Morph from one life form to the other. No morphine pumped through my veins. I don't need a pain reliever. I am the type that makes the believer out of the disbelief. They would have never thought I could be so many things. Started out as fragile as an egg. Don't lowball me. You wouldn't know my worth without searching the market. I start off small, as small enough to fit on the bark of a tree my bark is light but my bite is mighty morphed into my next phase grazed by others and never cracked until i'm ready i have chosen to slide into something slimy touched with many legs hoping to slide i mean grind i mean stand on see when the weight of intimacy gets too heavy i have to shed the skin that keeps me boxed in Morphed into another phase because growth without change is baseless. I'm waitlisted at this next part of life. Feeling like I'm upside down, waiting, hibernating because good things come to those who wait and anything worth having is worth fighting for. This next stage causes pain, breaking glass, stained windows in my cocoon, my colors blind them. They are all so surprised when they see my wings. Can't they see these wings were inside of me all along? Even when my worth wasn't worth it in my past life, I mean my first stage, as fragile as an egg, can't they see I was born with wings, ones that had to be formed through caterpillar tears and cocoons, coon-crescent eyes, I know they see them now all big and beautiful, as I fly by them, never too close, close for them to touch. They often wonder if I think I'm different, who do I think I am? I remind them of what they could never be and what they will never have. Some call me butterfly, but I prefer to be called the love you'll never give, the life you'll never have, the success you'll never take a chance on. And all the things we never let hatch, all the things we never let catch its growth and molds. We never let it transpose and morph into its final stage. Metamorphosis at its finest, but will you let it develop or fade away like the dream deferred or fester in the sun? So I just had to share that poem because I think it really speaks to growing and shedding and changing, right? Like the butterfly, like it changes so many different forms and we don't have to be ashamed of becoming a new person and having a new circle and losing relationships. It doesn't have to be a sign of failure. It's literally a sign of growth. So, that's number one. Number two is you are unsure about the next decision. She says, we are scared because we care. We doubt because it means something to us. We are no longer just passing by existing. You are making a choice that comes with responsibility and fear too many people won't leap because they're afraid of that initial jolts. And y'all, oh my gosh, any decision you make in life that scares you, she's saying like, you, you that means you're growing. That means that you are investing in something that you actually care about. Because if it didn't scare you, you don't care about it. If it's not something you're afraid of, And you may be afraid of the responsibility that comes with it. You may be afraid because this is actually asking something of you that is out of your everyday typical norm, out of your safe space, out of something that you're comfortable with. It might be the right decision because it is asking more of you. And so that's how you know you're growing because you actually want something that pushes you out of your comfort zone, so that means you're probably going for something that you've wanted all along. You've just been scared to do it, whether that's moving out of a city, that new job, becoming an entrepreneur, quitting your job, marrying that man. you know like it's okay for you don't it's okay for it not to feel perfect or for it to scare you a little bit like she is normalizing let things scare you (laughs) it's probably what you need number three is you feel embarrassed about your past thinking back to who you were a year ago may make you cringe you are coming into a great awareness about who you want to be your old self is no longer suited to manage the life you have today Oh my gosh. Y'all, when I think back to myself a year ago, like I just look at my weight loss pictures and I love myself in all stages. But honestly, I think about how she did not love herself because I was just putting anything in my body. I wasn't making sure that I was moving. I was really stagnant and sitting around. And the person I am today Cannot do that. Like, she thinks twice before she sits down all day. She questions herself and says, did you take a walk today? Did you move your body? You know, like, the new me is so conscious and aware of, you know, how moving is so good for me. And how I'm just grateful to have legs and to have feet that get up and walk that I can't allow myself To not move my body. Like the older version of me. A year ago. She wasn't that cognizant. Of those types of things. But when I started getting into yoga. And working out period. And just learning more about health. I started realizing. How just moving. Getting up and walking every day. Was so important to me. And so I do. I cringe at the woman that didn't love herself. A year ago. I'm not ashamed of her. But. I do know that that's a sign of me growing because the old me cannot cannot walk in today's shoes. So that's number three. Number four is you are slowing down. You are interested in being mindful and being intentional with your decision-making. Um, you've learned to step toward what is right, coming to terms... Um, that you've been overworked, and growth is when you slow down. We often have answers we didn't even know we were asking for. So she's basically saying, like, you're not really into, you know, being distracted. You're not really into always being busy. Like, you really started to see the value in just being in the moment. Just enjoying this this tea this morning, enjoying this bed, enjoying the sun on your face, like it's the little things that matter to you now because you you're starting to realize like what's really important in life, and in that moment, you things come to you, and you may not even have even wanted to know like what you valued or what was important to you. But when you slow down and you just focus on what's right in front of you, you realize what's really important to you. And that's how you know you're growing. Number five is you care more about how you feel rather than what other people think. Sometimes you might feel fed up with other people's judgments. You have to start making decisions for your own life It's a great sign that you are angry enough to stop living by the rules of people that don't have to live in your shoes. Woo! The moment you stop giving a fuck about what other people have to say about your life is the moment you know you are growing. You gonna wear that protective style to their corporate job because you Are the one that's protecting your ends and trying to grow your hair. You are the one that has to get up every morning and do something to your hair. So you don't care about how other people look at you. How you may not be palatable for other people or whatever the case may be. You working on yourself, your life, what comes easy to you. And if that's them braids, that is those braids. Okay? So... Yes, the moment I stopped caring about what people thought about my hair, I knew I was growing because I'm the one that's got to wake up every morning and do this. Not them. So, yeah, it may make life a little bit easier for people not to ask me or comment on my hair every day. But at the end of the day, it's my hair. So you can comment, you can make whatever statements you want, but I'm going to wear my hair how I want to wear my hair. And that's just one of so many examples but that was the first thing that came up for me. Um, number six is you are processing the emotions you forgot about. So she's saying like, things come up for you. And you may have not even had the time to really focus on it. Or maybe you just kind of let it. it is trauma can be so normalized that we don't even process it like the, the traumatic things that happen to us. And so at some point, you, you slow down enough to actually sit down and process things. That could be in therapy. That could be in journaling. That could be in meditation. When you start processing those emotions, slowing down and being with yourself, you're making progress. Number seven is... You're aware of what's wrong, even if you don't know what would be right. Um, you reach change uh, by being changed. So change is catalyzed by discontent. Without the answers, it feels like there's no way out. You feel stuck when you have the courage to acknowledge what's wrong. You have the ability to see what is right. And I think this one is so powerful because I think for myself, I feel like I'm, I feel like there's a problem when I have problems with no solutions. Like I know what's wrong, but I can't fix it, or I don't know what's right. So it feels like I'm not making progress. But what she's saying is, is that. Because you have the ability to acknowledge that something is wrong for you, you also have the ability to acknowledge what could be right. And so change is catalyzed, meaning it is often ignited by recognizing that this isn't isn't right for me. This job isn't right for me. This relationship isn't right for me. This friendship isn't right for me. I don't know what is. But this ain't it, and then doing something about it. That is knowing you're making progress. So she's saying you don't have to have all the right answers, but you at least have the enough awareness to know that this does not align with you and it's not gonna work. And that's the first step. Number eight is you have serendipitous alignment you will see or hear something that you know is a sign. (laughs) And she's saying, like, it's the fact that a few pieces are coming together. That's enough. Like, what's for you is for you. There's often a greater plan that's bigger than yours. And it will not, it's not until we surrender that we are able to accept it. So it's like, you may, you may, like, randomly meet a person or randomly come across a TikTok or randomly come across a podcast and it just drops a little gem. to so it be like, hmm, I needed to hear that today. Hmm, like the TikTok I came upon that showed me this book, you know, it was just like, huh, okay, that, that sat right with me. So I didn't know that it would take me, I didn't know I would actually buy the book and be talking about the book, but it was just that one little bitty thing that ignited some change in me. So you never know what little bitty pieces of alignment or signs will come into your life and help you towards that progress. Number nine is you are more concerned with being happy than being accomplished. It may seem like you're doing less. Your goal can be to enjoy the fresh air, to spend time with your loved ones. You start asking yourself, what does it feel like to just be alive each day? So instead of working on like, I got to reach that goal, this goal, that goal. I got to be this by 25. I got to be this by 30. Like you're not worried about none of that. You're not worried about deadlines. Your main focus every day is how do I just live? (laughs) How do I just be happy with today? How do I just feel like I live my life today? So instead of being focused on goals and milestones, you're just focused on happiness. And sometimes that could be putting happiness over money. Sometimes that could be choosing less stressful job over one that pays more money. Like you could even be taking a pay cut to make yourself happier or choosing discomfort, moving outside of your home, moving outside of what feels comfortable, moving outside of a toxic relationship because it feels normal and it's something you've had, you know, forever and you're afraid to get back out there. Like trying a new hobby, something that you don't think you're good at, just going for it, you know, because you're choosing what makes you feel good, what, what aligns with your values over what somebody else has told you, this is what success looks like. you choosing what success looks like for yourself. And number 10 is you begin to understand that there is no finish line. Like most people, you may wait for the next thing so that you can finally be happy Now you are worried about what feels sustainable and happier in the long term. There is only ever present and now and how we show up to it and manage it. So that kind of goes hand in hand with number nine, not being concerned about accomplishments. But this one is more so saying like you, you, you over the finish line, like you over the end goal of happiness and more so of just maintaining contentment because happiness is fleeting. It comes and it goes. So you've acknowledged that I just want to feel content and okay with where I am. I'm not looking to meet this deadline or this end goal and feel like I will finally stumble upon a happily ever after every day is your happily ever after every day you just trying to find something that makes you feel good it makes you feel like you're living it just it's being present in the moment and it being happy for where you are and what you have today and I think that goes hand in hand with gratitude if you're into meditation doing some gratitude meditation Um, If you're into journaling, doing a gratitude journal, doing even a a voice recorded gratitude, um, just thanking, thanking your home, thanking the things in your home, thanking your clothes. You know, it it may sound weird, but like when you when I get up in the morning, I say thank you, pillow. (laughs) Thank you, blanket. (laughs) Thank you, shirt, for keeping me warm. You know, just being thankful to the things in your life that you have. And ultimately, you're thanking God. You're thanking, you know, you're thanking the being that's allowed you to have these things. But you can also just be grateful to the things. And you'll be very surprised at how much your energy shifts when you could just be present in the moment and just live your happily ever after every single day. So... Y'all, get y'all this book. I'll definitely be bringing more gems. But that was Sarah Weiss, 10 signs to know that you have made progress. And so I hope that in something um, that I've talked about today, you have realized that you have come a lot farther than what you think you have. So I will talk to y'all in another episode of Poetry for Black Girls. Well, I hope y'all enjoyed that conversation as much as I did. If you enjoyed listening to the podcast, please like it on whatever platform that you listen to this podcast. Leave a comment and share the podcast on social media platforms using the hashtag poetry for black girls. I'll talk to y'all on another episode of poetry for black girls. Bye.